welcome to the 27th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. I am Samantha Blackman, one of your co-hosts. I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana. And I am joined today, as in every podcast day, by my uh, two co-hosts, Alex Lane and Sarah White. Ladies, what's up? I am Alex. I'm sorry. I thought you guys would say something when I said oh, what's up. Woohoo! <laughs> I am Alex Lane. I am a PhD student at Purdue University. I study games and uh, feminist issues in games and the gaming industry. That is what I do, Sarah. I uh, teach up here at the lovely uh, Purdue North Central campus uh, in wonderful Westville, Indiana. And I teach uh, creative writing, composition, business writing, and, well, sometimes fun things like vampires and video games. Um, and uh, my puppy, uh, Edgar, comes tomorrow, and uh, I'm very excited about my new addition. I feel like it's going to be possessed by Smalls. You know what? If he looks in Smalls' eyes, I feel like I run that risk. <laughs> She'll hypnotize him, and then you'll wake up, and he'll be holding a knife in his mouth, like... Just staring next to next to your bed, staring at you. <laughs> yep, that's my fear as well. <laughs> that could happen. It really could. Small says some power, man. Yeah. So that's what I know about things. <laughs> All right, ladies. So uh, we'll do our usual spiel uh, for the week, and that is, of course, the what you've been playing, what you're reading, what you're drinking to start out with. Uh, and then we'll move into news and our other fun stuff of the day. So, uh, let's start with what you've been playing. How about you, Alex Lane? What you been playing? Alex Lane has been playing things. <laughs> Lots of things. Um, <clears throat> I will start with what I was playing for the last hour or so, which is the... Maybe not hour. Uh, the demo for Darkness 2. And it was so much fun. So, your right triggers are your guns, right? So your dual wielding guns. But then your left and right bumpers are your, you have like your part demon. So they're like your demon arms that you like can pick up and throw stuff at people. And mm. you can like take off doors and use it as a shield. So like you're sitting there like shooting people and blocking the bullets with your, with your door shield. And then like picking, you pick people up with one demon arm and then slash it in half um, with the other demon arm while you're shooting people. It's amazing. Hmm. So I had a ton of fun playing that. Um, I have been also playing, and Sam can suck it, uh, Fairy Solitaire, <laughs> which was so much damn fun. Anyone who likes like word games or little puzzle games or Solitaire or anything <clears throat> like that should play this game because it is amazing. I gave it. I told my mom to get it, and she is like totally addicted now too. So it's not like regular Solitaire. Okay, it's a very very little like that. So you're this you're this like adventurer. And you have to go around, you hear like these fairy cries, like for some reason you can hear them. And so you go around and try to find these fairies that have been like imprisoned by this evil whatever. Um, and you like unlock things and unlock the cages and stuff that they're in by playing like little games uh, that have different objectives and stuff like that. So it is so fun, but it does have cards in it, but not all the time and part of it. And then you can, like, you have this field where you can grow, uh, like, things, the little uh, pets to help you. 
and then you can like buy real estate that will give you more power like if you buy this one area it'll give you x power or whatever so it was really fun but Sam was like, solitaire! Bow, 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 bow. I know. <laughs> it's the same crap I get about with words with friends. That is a yes, totally different story. Yes, you will continue to get crap about words with friends. <laughs> that is a totally different story. This is the first time I have played fairy solitaire. <laughs> and just because you said words with friends, now we're bumping you to the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, okay, so I also got the new Oregon Trail for Xbox 360, but I have not played it yet, so I'm going to not talk about that until next week, next time. Uh, tr- I played some more Trine 2. Um, uh, I played some Coldcept, which is a 360 game that's it's kind of, it's really strange. Um, it's like a, I haven't played a ton of it yet, but it's like a mix between a bunch of different genres, so it's kind of crazy. And I played Shadows of the Damned, which was so fun. A nice running gun that's pretty easy to shoot, and it looks really cool with cool music. After the dentist, I was really crabby, so I played for like an hour in my office, and it was awesome. Uh, and then the star of this week is Hero Academy, Heroes Academy for me. Um, but I, I can let Sam talk about that one also. So, there you go. And you gave me shit for that. <clears throat> Alright, well, I'll go next, and I'll tell you what I've been playing. Okay, so... Yeah, I got suckered because clearly I was out of the loop because I hadn't been around for a while. I mean, around as in like out in public amongst people or in the online gaming community. Um, So, yeah, I bought Amy on Xbox Live Arcade, Mm. which looked really promising. Um, and it was, uh, it's a survival horror game with a female protagonist. What we would, we've been, I've been talking about for the longest. That's mm-hmm. what I've been waiting on. Yeah. So it just sucked me right in. And then there was a cute little kid who had some kind of weird background and some special powers. And I was like, okay, this could be, this could be good. Play the demo. Yeah. I noticed that the controls were a little clunky, but I played, I was like, oh, you know what? Um, This could be fun, you know, a a good fill-in, something quick. And sometimes they fix it from the demo, right? Right, and sometimes the the full game is better than the demo. Right, this was all thinking on my part. So I plugged down my, my, uh, what was it, 800 points or whatever 10 bucks is. Yeah, 10 bucks, yeah, um, for this game. And it sucks. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. Um, The controls suck. Um, the, 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 I think the biggest complaint I have is one that the, the aiming is, is horrible. The aiming is horrible when you're talking about, um, killing the zombies and it does also kind of finding your mark to cue dialogue with NPCs is even worse. Um, cause you can, you can walk to a spot and if you don't hit that exact the right pixel it doesn't trigger the dialogue mm-hmm. so you don't know it doesn't trigger the dialogue of course until you walk away do something else and just happen to walk over that spot another time and then you get like the end of the conversation that you should have gotten 20 minutes ago with whatever npc um you were talking to then yeah um so i was really pissed off about that um you know so i'm i'm Guess I'll have to wait now because I'll just have to wait for the other game that I'm going to talk about later um, that we already talked about, but we'll come back to. Um, I've also, um, I broke down and I bought Nickelodeon Dance for P. 
Um, <laughs> because you can dance with Dora and Diego, who are two of her Ooh. favorites. Um, but they also have the Fresh Beat Band. Um, and if you don't have kids, you might not know who the Fresh Beat Band are. Nope. Um, there are four kids, um, two boys, two girls, um, uh, and they're a band. And basically all they do is drink smoothies, give <laughs> concerts in the park, and dance. <clears throat> Um, and there's actually a little TV show. It's actually um, based off my life, but uh. oh, see, I knew that. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. So I don't know how we ended up seeing one of those episodes of Fresh Beat Band on on Nickelodeon. It must have been like that came on like right after Diego or Dora or something. But my kid loves Fresh Beat Band, and it, the funny thing about it is it's almost like not TV um, because. There's really very little story to it. It's all singing and dancing. Um, and I, so I don't mind her watching it because all she does is dance around to the music while it's on. She doesn't like because there's really nothing to engage with in terms of watching it. Um, but she loves the music. So um, and they're, they're pretty non-offensive in that the girls are properly covered um, <clears throat> and the and the boys are, too. Uh, so. So it's pretty, it's okay. Um, but so I bought Nickelodeon because the Fresh Beat Band was also in there. Um, so several nights, uh, since we bought it, probably at least 75% of the nights since we bought it, we have played Nickelodeon dance before bed. <laughs> um, so, you know, we get to, you know, and, and <clears throat> basically what it is, is like Dance Central for Kids. Um, the menu controls are not as great as they are on Dance Central, but you know it's a Nickelodeon game. What do you really expect? But once you get the ga- once you get the game all loaded and the songs all loaded, it's really fun, um, and it's definitely meant for kids um, because you get like one star no matter what. You are um, the biggest sucker for those kids games too. I am. <laughs> um, the good ones. If it makes my kid happy, I'm a sucker for it. Um, like Viva Pinata, that creepy mm. possessed game. That was Viva not Pinata. a kid's game. Viva Pinata was not a kid's game? <laughs> no. Oh. oh, yes, it was. No, it wasn't. It was not a kid's yeah. game. I, I don't know that I would say gonna, it was a kid's game. I'm going to Google either. it. It's probably E for everyone, but. I doubt it was E for everyone. Maybe T, because they do or have E or sex. E10. We'll see what it was. Yeah. Um, but like you get, like I said, with uh, Nickelodeon Dance, you get one star no matter what. So, you know, kids always get one gold star. Um, but you can get up to three gold stars. And I I can get three gold stars on every song. And and I trust me, I'm not doing all the dances that they're doing. Um, so it's pretty easy to get three gold stars. So, you know, of course, it's 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 an achievement system uh for kids. <laughs> um so but it's always a bowl of fun. Um and I and I think that's just because I, you know, like playing with my kid too. So um so I played, like I said, lots of Nickelodeon dance. Um I will save the best for last. I played uh, Terraria, um, which... Oh, yeah, I played like two, or uh, not two. I played like six hours of Terraria I was going to say, you played a lot of Terraria. I wanted to give it its fair shake, yo. Mm -hmm. Um, So I played Terraria, finally. Um, A lot of people have said, because I talk about how much I hate Minecraft, that if I hated Minecraft, I might like Terraria a lot. Um, So I played Terraria. I could see the appeal for some folks, but like Minecraft, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, when it got, you know, I, it's like every time it got dark, I got killed by zombie. Um, 
And I was just kind of irritated with the whole thing. Um, it, you know, it probably didn't help that I was playing with my touchpad instead of a, instead of the actual mouse because the closest mouse was actually upstairs and I was playing downstairs and I didn't want to go upstairs. Um, but controls aside, yeah, not for me so much. Um, and I know Alex is going to talk about that one in detail, if not this week, then next week. So I won't go too much into what I thought about that. Um, and then I have two new iOS fascinations. Um, one, um, and, and this one has hit me, I guess, almost as hard as, um, words with friends did when it came (laughs) 50 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, was uh scramble with friends, which is like boggle. Yeah. You remember the old boggle game, shake it, falls in tray and you have to make words with the letters that connect. Um, so I've been playing, uh, I've been playing, um, a fair amount. I think I probably have about 10 games going of Scramble with Friends. Um, and I think that's a fair amount because if you know me, you know that I can have a whole lot of games going. Um, and that's been a lot of fun. And it's actually a lot quicker to play because you play three rounds and it's over. Um, rather than having to go through an entire tile set, you just play three rounds um, and then you're done. Um, so that's a lot of fun. It's kind of addictive, I think. Um, so I'm playing with a lot of fun people. Um, and then I am also playing, uh, and Alex already mentioned this, um, because I sucked her into the madness Hero Academy on iOS. I had had like friends tell me about Hero Academy. I had seen people like tweeting about it. We were talking about it on Facebook and I was like, I'm not going to do that. Not going to do that. And then, um, Cody, one of the grad students that produced in my uh, in my new media studio class this semester, um, was like, "Are you playing Hero Academy?" Um, and I was like, "Well, I've got it installed on my phone, but I hadn't played it." So yeah, um, he sent me a, a game request, and it sucked my life away. Um, I think that night I was I tried to go to bed. I took my because I sleep with my phone because I use it as an alarm clock. Tried to go to bed. And I was sitting there played like. 20 turns before I even put the down um, with other people, not just with Cody, of course. Um, and then uh, I put it up, put the phone on on the nightstand and, and then it started vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, loose here, demon. Um, and uh, <laughs> then I ended up staying another, staying up another hour, still playing hero Academy. And I was so fucking tired the next day. Um, and then I'm, then I made Alex Lane install it like a day or two later. Um, and then, uh, she and I have been playing, have been playing, um, a lot of games too. Um, I got sucked in. It's pretty cool. It's a, it's a turn-based strategy game, uh, kind of like a combination of, um, Chess and Magic. I was going to say hmm. Battle Chess and Might and Magic, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, definitely, um, definitely a lot of fun. Definitely worth the play. I want to say, was it free? Yeah, it's free. Yep. But if it's some people want to like cheat, like you, then they buy the upgrades and then whoop me. Oh. Whatever. No, they're not upgrades. You can buy different character sets. Yeah, uh, with different. Right powers. now, there are two. There are two races that you can play: council or dark elves, which is much like horde or um, alliance. Um, so the council are, you know, of course, the good guys who are all white. Have you noticed that? And the dark elves are just that. They're dark. 
Um, mm-hmm. And they are, uh, they're the bad guys. Um, they are associated with dark magic. So there's lots of life force draining and wraiths and uh, ghosty kind of things. Phantoms, they call them. Um, so, yeah, there, there are issues. Um, <laughs> there are issues. Uh, but, oh, you know, man, it's fun, though. It is fun. It's a lot of fun. And this one has sucked me in big time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did buy... You don't buy upgrades. You can buy a different race. You get well. They call um, it an upgrade on the game. That's why I said that. That's why. They, that's how. So they can charge you for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get to play the council for free, which is all you really need. Which is all you really need to be perfect. That's honest. all I play with right now. Um, I get paid and, on Tuesday. But you can buy the dark elf pack for I think dollar ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have plans to release um, dwarves the races. The dwarves yeah. are coming out next. I, I just yeah, I think the dwarves the dwarves are coming next. It's supposed to be awesome. Um, so yeah, I've uh, I'm playing dark elves and council. I am actually playing with both because uh, I'm not sure which I prefer. I still think I play better with council than I do with dark elves, mm-hmm. simply because I played longer with the council. But the dark elves have got some sweet moves. So uh, I said to Cody, um, and for listeners who don't know Cody, when Cody plays a game. He plays it like a maniac, like learns everything about it, theory crafts about it and all this stuff. Like, so he picks one game and then plays it like obsessively. So he has been playing this game obsessively. And so I said to him the other day, I was like, you know, I can't even play with you and Sam. You guys got your dark elf packages and they're way better. And he went on literally like a 15 minute rant about how the dark elves are not actually better than the council. They're not. So, hmm. I don't remember all his points, but it was convincing. It sounds intense. It was very intense. That's awesome. Like I said, it's a turn-based strategy game is what it is. Yep. Um, My mom's playing it now. Yeah, I'm going to send your mom a game. She doesn't. She hasn't made many moves yet, but I think it's because she doesn't have Wi-Fi at work. Uh, that would do it. Yep. Also, Viva Pinata is rated E, and it is for children. Oh, when they do their little love dances, that surprises me. But mm-hmm. Okay, you were right. We were wrong. Take that. <laughs> I want to hear Sam say that. Well, I'm never wrong, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Mm-hmm. This is all recorded, you know. See, I, I told you I roll right over. It's no problem for me. I roll right over. You were right. I was wrong. I don't. That's because I'm I'm usually the one that says yes to your. (laughs) Oh, well, I guess I can tell you guys what I played. I did finally put in my Assassin's Creed. Huh? Nothing. Wait, what? (laughs) I said Words with Friends. (laughs) Well, I did play a lot of Words with Friends. Thank you for that shout out. I played probably (laughs) about 15 games. Uh, I'm Um, just trying to aggravate Sam. I know. It's working. It's working. Thank you. I played the scramble. I played that scramble game before, too. That was probably about 20 years ago uh, on Facebook. But um, I didn't because it's a new game. No, I played Scramble or something. I'm sure it was Scramble. Sure no, it was. Scramble with Friends just came out. I, but I've been, I played it last year, I swear. I will Google it. I will be the well, decider. Maybe Scramble with Friends. Anyway, there was a Scramble. Okay. Anyway, I never can get very good singers. But I played Assassin's Creed. You did roll over really quickly. I know. I played <laughs> Assassin's Creed Revelations. Okay. 
I finally popped it in from my Gamefly. And, uh, yeah, I like it okay. I don't know. The guy's psyche has splintered, and he's moving through time. You guys have probably played this game already, have you not? Uh, Scrabble um, Friends? Not Revelations, no. Okay, and so he's, he's, like, he's in a holding tank, or he's in some sort of, like, space, and his uh, person, his, his selfness, his, his previous incarnations are splitting, and he has to go and... Um, you end up in each world, it can happen at random. You know what I mean? You can go back in time and be who he was in previous games, or you can be who he is right now, and he was on the beach talking to his friend. Um, it was okay. I don't know. I didn't get so sucked in, I couldn't stop. But um, I know I'll probably pop it in for a little bit longer and try some more. And then I played Bubble Shooter a lot. I played a lot of the Google Chrome games that are free. I got... Uh, my girlfriend Jen is completely uh, addicted to Bubble Shooter. It's a lot like Bejewel. You guys, uh, I don't know, you probably play Bubble Shooter. Once you play it, it it's like you're in. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. You guys play Bubble Shooter? Yeah. No. Definitely played it. <laughs> I haven't. No. <laughs> I haven't. It's, it's really fun. And it's really nice for one of those before you go to bed things. And then Brainwaves is a really cool game. Uh, they try to test your um, uh, like reflexes, your right brain, left brain. On one side of the screen, you are trying to identify shapes, ge geometric shapes that they have shifted or changed the color of, but you have to pick the same shape. And on the, the right-hand side of the screen, you are solving math questions, and there's a timer on both sides. So you have to keep guessing. You know, that's one of the, the challenges that I thought, oh, this is I like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then I did play Dracula versus Zombies. Okay, that was sort of lame, but that was fun. And Old West I had played years before where you're an old gunslinger and you got to shoot the guys while the timer's going down. And then um, Hidden Chronicles. Actually, Samantha invited me to play Hidden Chronicles on Facebook. And it is one of my beloved hidden object games, although it's very easy so far. So I was like, well. Really? I quit because it was too hard. <laughs> uh, Okay, well, <laughs> maybe. Um, but so anyway, I was playing that, and then I played just a host of random Chrome games because they're free, and I'll go in there and I'll see. I like I like pool, and I like bowling, and I like those kind of games. So, And I'm not supposed to say this uh, either, but I did play a lot of Angry Birds still on my phone. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't believe Sam didn't explode there. <laughs> but it's new to me because I have the new phone. See, I'm a little bit late to the party. but You're real late to the party. Well, I mean, <laughs> she's late to the party and she's still standing in the entrance. <laughs> you know, okay. Okay, so look, this is this is the deal that um this reminds me of do you, I don't know if anybody remembers this was like a commercial that was on um god like forever ago. It was like a commercial where there was like this uh middle-aged uh white woman Ouch. who was Ouch. like <laughs> <laughs> who was living in a, um, you know, like a fancy house. And all of a sudden she used the term bling, right? <laughs> um, and then this, the, then this tombstone came up and it was like, you know, 2000 to 2004. And then underneath it said bling, uh, uh, top it said bling. It was like the death of bling. <laughs> See, it's like one of those things when it becomes too mainstream, it dies. Oh, man. So, I represent the mainstream. <laughs> so, no, no, no. I didn't say you represent the mainstream. <laughs> but anytime, you know, 
celebrities are getting kicked off the plane for playing words with friends yes. and it becomes yes. and it becomes it becomes jokes on uh primetime television shows <laughs> it's dead it's dead that's a really good point <laughs> there's tons of people still trying to play it with me so words with friends and angry birds dead dead to me. Ain't dead, dead to, to me. you <laughs> um so also clarification on the earlier point there, yes. A long time ago, there was a game called Scramble, just like straight up Scramble. But yeah, Scramble with Friends just came out on the 12th. And it apparently is, quote, rocketing to the top of the iTunes app store. It is awesome. I'm telling you. Which one is it? I'm sorry. Scramble, Scramble with, with friends. friends. Oh, okay. That's where the cool kids are then. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. That's what I got to do next. Do you got other games? No, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm tapped out. Not, you guys have picked on my gaming choices. Well, see, you have to put insults into your gaming choices in the Google back ahead of time. So, like, I know Sam was going to make fun of me for playing Fairy Solidaire. So I said, I put in there in quote, in parentheses, STFU, Sam, this game is awesome. <laughs> I've also put things such as suck it or shut yes. up. <laughs> or Smalls Big Eye. Or so just Smalls Eye staring at you to intimidate you. I dare you. you. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So I suppose we should do what you're reading. I know what Sam and I are reading. I was going to say, I can bail on that already. Other than just news articles and things and, and research for our topic. Well, what you reading, Alex Lang? Uh, we are reading, uh, rereading, <laughs> rather, because we've both read it, uh, Sherry Turkle's... Um, mm -hmm. um, oh, my gosh. Really? That's what it's called? How am I, how am I blanking on this title? Don't tell me. Uh, oh, my gosh. What's wrong with me? I wrote a book review on this. Uh -oh. yes, alone did. together alone together <laughs> why we expect more from technology than from each other oh my god like that was that. like a brain fart it is such a good book i gotta check it out then i um, like that i even like the title oh yeah it's so she it's really interesting and you know uh uh sherry turkle has been she's a psychologist at mit and she's been researching games uh not games robots and and people in psychology for a really really long time so this is like sort of her unofficial um ethnography i guess um, of all that she's seen in like the past 15 years. And there's like these moments where she's, you know, she's like juxtaposing. Like, I don't think she comes out on the side of, we need to be careful about what our relationships with robots are doing to our ability to have relationships with humans and like mm -hmm. what that costs us. So she comes down on that side, but mm -hmm. she's also pretty fair, I think, because she like juxtaposes these ideas like, oh, we shouldn't have robots. We should only rely on each other with stories of like like this little girl who um whatever was you know from this horrible background and stuff and so she and she got this social robot and then she's like crying when somebody takes it away or if it's like broken she's like just so upset and trying to fix her and stuff and so sherry's talking to her and she's like well and the little girl's like well you know robots robots will never leave me they will they have to love me mm. so I want. I would rather have a robot than a human, and mm, it was yeah. just sad. I think I remember you, you, you guys talking about that one before that they were finding more affection from a robot than from human beings. Yeah, which is a sad state about our entire culture and perhaps our world. And I think that was sort of one of her points too. Like when we're at the point where, where kids have to get attention from robots, we need to reevaluate mm. what we're yeah. doing, what it means to be human. Right. Right. Exactly. That's sort of like what she's wrestling with. Because I don't know if there's things you want to say, Sam. No, I mean, I think you're you're kind of spot on, but it's really interesting 
that one of the reasons that I really wanted to read it when it came out was because um, Turco wrote Life on the Screen, Mm -hmm. like, oh, God, when did Life on the Screen come out? It was like 80s. I was going to say it was late, well, early 90s, probably. I'll Google it. I'm a fact checker today. Your fact checker today. (laughs) Um, and, And she was, you know pretty gung-ho about the about the positives of life online and what it can do for us um so when she starts talking about you know it's it's kind of one of those i've matured i've started to think about this in different ways um you know 20 odd years have passed here's where i stand on this now um so it was it was a really kind of an interesting revelation for a lot of folks um you know you know, Turkle and, and myself included. Um, it's an interesting book. Um, 95. Wow. Yeah. Oof, that, wow. Was, that was, might have been early 90s. Well um, Mid 90s. Um, a totally different I'm, world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to talk too much about it because I, I have that general rule about never letting grad students know what I'm thinking about a book before we talk about <laughs> Dang it. it. I, was trying, um, <laughs> I was trying to trick you. And we, and we haven't, and we haven't talked about it um, in class yet. We're talking about it on Monday. Um, so maybe I'll talk about it more at, a, at another date. But I think it's a, it's definitely an interesting move for Turkle. Um, and and uh, it's, it's kind of what happens when those of us who did um, social technologies, network technologies, network social life early um, have thought about and come to in our later lives um, after going through multiple iterations of, of kind of online social spaces. Um, yeah, you and, think about like the early moves and muds with academics, like that was a huge mm-hmm. social space, right? It yeah. was, it yeah. was. I mean, there were those of us who had moved and had moved together for years and had never seen each other in person. Mm-hmm. I know the first time that I saw, um, folks that I had been moving with in connections move for years, um, and had shared births and deaths and all kinds of life changing events with online. Um, the first time I saw them, it was very kind of strange. I was like, no, that's not what you look like. <laughs> that is not what you look like. You look totally different. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a, a definitely kind of a, a, a mind. Um, mm, what do I say? That's not a that's not trip. Uh, yeah. Mind trip. There we go. So, I think yeah. we can all imagine what you were really thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, a mind. That's definitely kind of a mind trip. Yeah. So that I've been reading that too. So, and I've also been I'm still reading Game of Thrones because there's like five books and each one is like fifty thousand pages long. So I'll be reading Game of Thrones until I die. Mm, yeah, everybody's reading Game of Thrones. I've heard that people do like uh, they they require 30 minutes of fun reading a day or something like that. Linda was telling me about that. And you do a thing where you will only read fun books in bed, right? Right. I don't read uh, academic books in bed at all. So Not anymore. Smart. I think I need to start that. That's really smart. I think so. Well, not in bed because I like doing all my homework in bed. But I won't, like, I won't say what I like to do in bed. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Says you. <laughs> Speaking of nothing we were talking about, what are you guys drinking? Uh, Mountain Dew. Well, I'm drinking Diet Coke. Mm. Did you go to McDonald's? I did. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, t- I would have brought you breakfast. Sam's mad at me today, listeners, because we were supposed to have breakfast before the show and I had to cancel. 
Oh, I'm sorry. for good reason. My dad is coming, surprisingly. <laughs> like, sort of, it's a surprise. And I'm very excited. Ooh. We are going to go to Grey House and eat crepes. Ooh. And do lots of fun stuff. So I'm very excited. I wanted to go to Indy because there's a really cool steakhouse down there that I like. Mm. But it's going to be crazy, right? It's supposed to be snowy too, right? Oh, is it? Well, well I don't know. Well, I'm thinking think Super Bowl stuff's going to be crazy. It's supposed to be warm Super Bowl's today. not this weekend, is it? No, it's not this weekend, but still. Oh, like, they have all their village Fringe crap stuff. going. The pre stuff, yeah. Uh, uh, do you well, guys know well, any good restaurants? I do. Um, we'll talk about it afterwards. All right. So there all right. I'm drinking so, coffee. I was going to say, what are you drinking? <laughs> coffee. Mmm, coffee. Mm. All right. Uh, news. Our resident news person, Alex Lang. Uh, actually, I didn't put that first one on there. So I did not. Uh-uh. Go ahead and go through the rest. We'll come back to that. One. Okay, so uh, so I found an article about Nintendo just reported a loss of $623 million. Uh, I think it was in the last nine months, oh. but I'm not 100% sure. Um, so that, is, that uh, was really, yeah, it was really bad, really interesting. And they had to, like, reevaluate all of their um, projections for, like, the upcoming quarters and stuff. Uh, wow. to to less you know to lower them so that was really negative but then I saw another article about the Nintendo network um uh, that that uh that they're coming out with so people with like I think it like 3ds and um and Wii's and stuff can download games and play them on line and so forth so that's supposed to be like their next big their next big thing so maybe that will turn them turn it around for Nintendo huh huh yeah. Um, I, I, in the in the thing that we're going to talk about about our games that we're interested in for 2012, I noticed that they said that the Eastern market in Japan they're not buying as many games over there, so those game designers are straight reaching out to Western gamers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, that was my one of my posts was about this week. Yeah, um, about the decline of the Japanese game developer, and I mm-hmm. think and I would be really sad if Nintendo, um, if Nintendo went broke or something. Yeah, jeez. That's an end of an era. So let's hope that doesn't happen. I don't think they'll go broke, but I think that Nintendo's going to have to open themselves up a little bit more to third-party developers. Um, Nintendo's always been pretty closed mm-hmm. um, with their with their kind of uh, with their systems, uh, more specifically, because I mean a lot of the stuff that we play on Nintendo systems is developed by Nintendo. Um, if they're going to be in the hardware and software market, they've got to. Share the wealth, you know what I mean? Sure. Because um, there's there are definitely, I think, a lot of games um, that are out there that I would love to play on, like, the DS, for example, um, that, you know, just haven't been developed for Nintendo yet. Um, they, I mean, they have some stuff, but I think they're going to have to be a bit more free with it. Mm. I think that is a very apt assessment. Uh, okay, so the other, uh, one of the other things I had was uh, there's there's no BlizzCon 2012. Wow, Womp. isn't that surprising? They mm. said it was because they have uh, they have three new games coming out and they're they're focusing all their energy on that, but that seems kind of weak. Yeah, I think they've got new MMO. They've got new MMO in the works too. Yeah, so. yeah, they've got they do. They have a ton of stuff coming out and that they're working. <clears> on. That's fine, but so BlizzCon's a really big deal. BlizzCon's a really big deal. Like, I mean, uh, wild junkies all over the world are, like, twitching. I know, right? So they have StarCraft 2, <laughs> Diablo 3, and then expansion of uh, 
the StarCraft Two expansion, Heart of the Swarm. So that's going to be huge. And then a World of Warcraft expansion, Mists of and, Pandaria. Mm-hmm. Right. And then there, and then the secret MMO they got in the works. I don't know about that. Samantha's got her finger on the pulse. Is this secret info, Sam? No, it's not secret. It's oh. not secret. <laughs> it's secret in that we don't know what it is. Oh, okay, okay. But they have something that they're working on. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just super surprised that they're not having BlizzCon. So put your costumes away. You'll have to get them dry clean next year. Wow. Um, and then this one I threw on, even though it's not really news, because I thought it would be a fun thing for our listeners. Um, so this game called Quarrel, uh, this, this developer made it, um, and it was like, they were really excited about it, and it was really good, and they brought it to all these publishers, and everybody rejected it. Um, they're, because it's a word game. And they said, there's no way people are going to play word games on the console. Because <laughs> people just don't do that, right? They're not going to pay for it. They're not going to mm-hmm. put it on the console. And so, like, this company that made it ended up having to fire, like, almost all their employees and stuff. So what they did is they put it on XBLA to download. And they put out, like, this message saying, please show the game developing companies that they are wrong. That people do care about word games. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's only... 200 points on 400 400 points on so that's like five or six bucks that's not bad um so i am i'm I'm actually gonna get new microsoft points to download it because i like word games and i'd like people to keep developing games like this so yes i think it looks cute yeah i was i was checking it out i think it's something i'm definitely gonna want to check out i was like but it also could be that could also be a huge marketing ploy (laughs) <laughs> well absolutely like like, like buy our games to stick it to the man it's um, or like when they have a list of banned books or something of course that's what uh-huh. everyone wants to buy yep no i'm jaded and horrible <laughs> i think it looks cute so i'm gonna get it if it was a marketing ploy it worked but then me. at the same time it is kind of a, if you look at some of these some of these images like the little tribal um I don't know what they're called. They look like uh, weebles. Oh, yeah. Um, the little tribal weebles they have. They yeah. have kind of spiky, dreadlocky things sticking up on their head. Yeah. And they're and they're wearing animal print togas. Nice. Interesting. And they're brown. Huh. Well, that will give fruitful ammo for a blog post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, but that being said... <clears throat> Do what you must. Mm-hmm. So that's something definitely to check out. Um, well, the last news item that was the first on the list that Alex Lane said, I didn't post this one, um, <laughs> was uh, this a study came out. Um, it was published actually uh, in November in Translational Psychiatry. Um, and it was based on a study that came out of uh, Ghent University in Belgium. Um, that looked at the brain of 14-year-old adolescents, 72 boys and 82 girls, um, that uh, that they had recruited from, of course, secondary schools in Germany. And what they found was that um, teenagers who played, um, who were frequent game players, video game players, and they defined frequent by those who played nine hours a week or the median of nine hours a week. So about nine hours a week um, had more um, ventral striatal gray matter, brain matter um, 
than those who played less. What does that mean? Um, and I'm going to tell you exactly what that was. That increased <laughs> game, uh, that increased game, increased brain mass um, is associated with um, kind of neuroplasticity, adaptive neuroplasticity, adaptive oh. neuroplasticity. So they are better able to um, kind of rethink and reprocess things in, in, in interesting ways. When something happens, do you understand what I mean? So creative thinking, go around um, Mm -hmm. barriers in ways. If you talk about like brain stuff, uh, cognitive theory, brain stuff. I'm trying to think of easy ways to put it. So they're like better able to adapt to new. They're more, as I said, adapt. Yeah, adapt. And they can think outside the box. And they are. um, They process reward uh, reward data better um it's it's really interesting in the way that they started to think about it right um and then so they started to ask themselves the question uh of whether or not um it is actually that the game the median nine hours of gameplay have increased the brain matter or if they're playing more games because they have this right now. <laughs> oh, so yeah. yeah. Part of the study. Well, this is the question that they're asking themselves as they start mm-hmm. to start to think about replicating their results. So they want to figure out if, okay, so here are these kids who think out of the box, who can, um, who can figure out alternative ways around things because they adapt well, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about neuroplasticity and the brain allows them to think, you know, in alternate ways. Um, and they are definitely uh, more satisfied by reward systems. Is this because, I mean, and that's, the, that's what this, what this part of the brain does for us, for everyone, not just for these children. Um, is this because, are they, playing these games because this is what they already have or do they have this because they're playing the game so now they're going to try to when there's as they're thinking about replicating results um they're going to start looking more into um how to figure out whether or not this exists before they start playing the games Mm -hmm. um which is going to, you know, definitely be a long-term study because you're going to have to catch kids before they start playing games mm-hmm. in order to figure out, you know, if there is any change in the brain based on gameplay. You have to go to, all the way to birth. <laughs> the way yeah, they have them. That's, yeah. that's true because, I mean, if you start thinking about, you know, how early kids start playing games, especially if they have parents who play games. Mm-hmm. I mean, P was 18 months old when she picked up her first DS and started playing with the little Scribble Knots character. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and that's early. Yeah. I mean, she, of course, wasn't writing words, but she was kind of guiding him around and, and you know, guiding him around the world, which is what she wanted to do because she had, you know, the ability to make him move, um, which is probably why she's so bossy now. Move. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to help you with my stylus until you do. Um <laughs> Uh, but, you know, I think definitely an interesting study, definitely something interesting to think about, but we've said for years, um, and this is like nothing new, um, to be perfectly honest, we've said for years, even when we started thinking about kids in television, any kind of interactive medium, is that these things were changing kids' brains. It was changing mm-hmm. the ways that they thought about things, the way they received things, um, and even the ways that we had to teach. 
right? Um, you know, the they use the they use the awful, awful, awful cliche of of the remote control generation um, <laughs> with television and said, oh, well, they only have thirty seconds of attention span, so you got to do everything in thirty second bursts. No, um, you know that's crazy in and of itself. But I mean, so this is something that people have at least thought for a really long time. Um, so, but it's, it's interesting to see kind of data behind it and people kind of associate physical change with, uh, or physical evolution with it. Mm-hmm. So. That is really, really interesting. I hope they keep going and doing more of those studies. Oh, I think so. Think, I think about we... like what that would open up for people who, like us who do games and education, right? Or talk about like how the content of games can be helpful or harmful to to uh, people's development and stuff. So, mm. yeah, it's very exciting. Well, see, I kind of wrote a. I think I kind of didn't. I kind of write a blog post on that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> my blog post about uh, about um, supremacy and uh, mm-hmm. simulation games. Mm-hmm. I was down on Harvest Moon this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes, yes. So, Alex Lane, what's our indie game of the week? Our indie game of the week is burr, 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 Terraria. Oh. Is that the new intro? Can I do that? Or am I going to get banned from doing that? All right. Burr, 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 burr. We like your sound effects. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. Or you guys are just like laughing with uh-huh. your mutes on. Um, <laughs> so, Terraria. Let me give you the lowdown on Terraria. Um, it was very nice. Uh, John Wallen sent us, uh, Sam and I, each a copy when it was cheapo on steam because he really likes it he's a big minecraft player um however i tried really hard to get into this game so i played it for i played it for probably an hour and a half one night and i didn't really get it like i just because i'm a big resource management game player so i like went around and mined and chopped and did everything i could and just collected tons of resources yep i like didn't really get how to play so like when the zombies would come out i would just make walls with my stone right or not even I wouldn't even make walls I would just like place blocks of stone to like block them so I kind of had given up on it because you know an hour and a half I think is enough time to put into a game to see if you're gonna dig it and I was not gonna dig this right then Mm -hmm. I don't like you dig down into the ground um you're, you're supposed to go super deep into the ground but the thing is, like, it's really hard to get back up. So, like, you don't want to go really deep unless you build, unless when you dig, you're digging, like, zigzag. And then it takes forever. And you can't see. Um, and you can't hold a torch at the same time. So you have to put a torch down, like, every ten minutes. Uh, so it's just kind of a pain in the ass. So so anyway, so I wasn't going to give it a chance. And then a friend of mine was like, no, you've got to give it another chance. Blah, 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 blah. This is how you do this. This is how you do this. So I went and watched some uh, YouTube videos on how to do stuff in Terraria, how to build houses and the crap like that. So then I was able to build houses. So I built Logan a house. That's the guy, the first guy in the game. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I built a couple other houses for myself. Um, I built one house right next to the corruption. Um, so I... Uh, can't like leave it leave it because those um what are they called the eaters of souls are like constantly coming from the corruption um i collected a lot of items but i don't know it's just it is just not engaging me um like i used to play games kind of like this like i used to play realms uh which was one like my first favorite game on the mac um where you'd like go around and defeat monsters and collect items and that was like the entire game and that one was super fun and interesting this one's just 
I don't know. It's just not that engaging. But again, I wasn't a big Minecraft player. Um, and so, so I don't know. So um, I think if, if people are into these kind of games, uh, from what I heard, they'll like it. Although probably not like it. They will play it for hours and hours and hours. But I don't know how much <laughs> enjoyment you actually get out of it. So, mm. so I don't know. So not, not, my, not my best rating. But uh, I don't regret the six hours I spent playing it, I guess. So there you go. Well, no, because well, it helped good. your brain. Yeah, well, yeah, it helped my brain. So Sam, <laughs> you said you played it too? Yes, I did. I played it. Um, and, and like I said, I'm a I'm not a fan of Minecraft. Um, and I didn't really expect that I was going to be a huge fan of Terraria. Uh, but I wanted to play it because I wanted to see because I might yep. surprise myself. So I played it, and and I was much like you. I kept getting killed by the zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, and the zombies actually at some point killed Logan because I was multitasking at one point because this is how engaged I was by the game. Oh, God. Um, I was playing uh, Hero Academy and, and Terraria at the same time, so I wasn't playing too, cl- too close attention, and it was dark. <laughs> and I was safe, so I thought I was good, and I was going to try to like wait it out, wait for the light. And uh, yeah. while I was waiting for the light and they couldn't get to me, they killed Logan. Oh, that's sad. Poor Logan. Yeah. Poor Logan. He was like in a di- he was like in a ditch and couldn't get out because I had like mined all the all the ore out of one spot and he fell down or he jumped down in the ditch with me, but didn't have enough sense to jump back out when I did. So uh-huh. he was in there and the zombies zombies jumped in there and got him. Well, then you get what you get, you know. <laughs> so, poor Logan. I know. Poor Logan, indeed. Mm. <laughs> so that's my indie game of the week. All right. So rather than doing a um, time, time capsule. capsule this week, because uh, we've got a big one coming up for next week, um, and we'll talk <laughs> more about that one at yes. the end, uh, we decided to do, since it was close to the beginning of the year, um, an episode on what we're most looking forward to, um, games that is, uh, for, for 2012. Um, what games are we most excited about? What are we dying to get? Um, and uh, that's where we are. So let's start with uh, Alex Lane. Yeah. What are you excited for this year? Well, after my morning, I'm most excited for Darkness 2. I had so much fun playing that game. The controls were amazing. Um, I don't think, did I talk about this yet? Mm-mm. Okay, so you you are part demon, right, or darkness. And so you have, like, your right and left trigger, or I feel like I said this already, are uh, your guns, and then your right and left bumper are your uh, demon arms. So you can, like, be mm, shooting yeah. people and then pick up a door and then, like, throw it at someone and slice them in half. You um, did say that because I thought that's BA. It was so BA. I think I said it before we started, though. I think yeah. I was going to say oh, it. Oh, maybe. Oh, started. okay. Um, and you can, uh, like, pick up evil people and then, like, slam your other demon arm into the middle. And to get health back, you eat the hearts of the dead. Oh. It, uh, it is so much fun. And, it, it, like, the story itself isn't all that more compelling. Well, I guess it is a little bit more compelling, but not all that more compelling than regular, like, demon hunter demony type things um it's kind of cool that you're playing you're kind of almost playing the bad guy because he has darkness right so he's kind of a bad dude um but then there's a really bad guy that you're fighting uh 
but uh, I just thought that the, the controls were really, at least on the demo that I played, the controls were really, really well done. Um, and with games like that, like those run and gun games, like that is the most important thing, I think. Because all you're doing, it's not like a like JRPG story games or something where you're just sort of like clicking X or press X to Jason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're actually like trigger pulling triggers the whole time and pressing buttons. So that they have to be well done. And the aiming and all of that was, I thought it was great. So uh, that's my, uh, that moved into my number one slot for what I'm most excited for. Um, followed by Ninja Gaiden 3. I was a huge fan, obsessively, with Ninja Gaiden 1. I liked Ninja Gaiden 2, so I'm super excited for this one. That comes out in March. Darkness 2 comes out in February, by the way. Uh, Mass Effect 3. I haven't played the Mass Effect game, so I'm gonna, I wanna give this one, I'm gonna give this one some attention, I think. Uh, oh, nice. Right? I think that would mm-hmm. be fun. Uh, and then two games that haven't been announced when they're coming out, Tomb Raider and Borderlands 2. I put Tomb Raider on here because I want to see what they did with it because it's like a a really important game like historically, right? So I'm just interested to see if they go the direction of make Laura Croft into even more of like this crazy cyber bimbo or if they like give her interesting story or what they're going to do with her. So, And then I have a few indie games that I'm excited for. Uh, one is Faraway. It's for the iOS. Um... I don't know what what the gameplay's like at all, but the teaser trailer that they have, you're like this star, and this, you want to go to the edge of the universe, and the stars around you are like laughing at you, and they're like, you can't do that, you're just a glimmer, and then you're like, watch me, and then you like take off. So you're, <laughs> it, it, I know, it seems really weird, but and the music in the background is amazing, so you should watch the trailer for that, because it was really cool. Um, but, uh, so... Oh, so that looks cool. And then uh, Snapshot, which is like uh, this, this P- it's going to be a PC console game where you take up, you have like a landscape, right? Like a side scrolling landscape. And you take a picture of an, something and then you can move it and put the picture wherever you want. So you like manipulate your environment by taking mm. pictures and placing them in order to like walk through shit stuff. Cool. So. <laughs> sounds kind of weird. Word fighter, it's like a, it's like scramble, but you throw words at your enemy and fight each other. Awesome. Uh, and then Vessel, uh, which is this um, game. They didn't give a whole lot of information about it, but um, just from like the screenshots and stuff like that. And that one's actually coming out on PSN, PC, and um, XBLA. So that one's going to be all over the place. Um, nice. Yeah, so... That is what I am excited about. So there you go. Cool. Who's going next? I guess I have my list next. You do. Go ahead. Um. Well, what I found is I found a bunch of websites, obviously, that were telling the previews, and I looked and saw, you know, all the different lists, and I found a really cool one. Um, if you're looking for a cool kind of summation of of what games are coming out and sort of when, um, what do you call it? Yugo. UGO, mm-hmm. uh, com has a really good preview. And um, so I'm a sucker for, uh, like Samantha, I think, it's those RPG kind of games. And I'm also a sucker for God of War style games. And so I looked at Never Dead. Uh, this one, you are immortal. You've been cursed. Uh, already, though, in the trailer, I could see some undertones. I, don't, I was kind of interested to see how they were going to handle certain stereotypes. The villain... Um, in mm-hmm. there seemed as though he was a little bit 
fey, shall we say a little bit um, gay. Okay, so I was like, um, let me see. Um, so that one, but anyway, he never dies. The protagonist, he simply falls apart because he cannot die. So he falls to pieces mm. and he has to reassemble himself. And I thought that was an interesting way, yeah, you know, weird. something new. Yeah, something new kind of that had not been done. He's um, a Lego. Yeah, yeah, like a Lego guy. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then um, uh, Kingdoms of Amular Reckoning. Now, if I'm not mistaken, this is the one that does come from, uh, let me, there it is. Uh, it says, if you like God of War, which I was a God of War whore, shall we say. I, that's one thing that I would play. Yeah, I know. I would play God of War the first one and the second one all the time. I'd replay them. Of course, I was uh, felt betrayed because I couldn't play God of War 3 because it was only for PS3 and I don't have one. But I love the gameplay for whatever reason. I always think they give you really cool abilities. You can uh, uh, like the weaponry and how you get to use it. And So I'm looking forward to Kingdoms of Amular. And I was noticing a trend in my own likings that I it seemed to be that these kind of immortals battle, you know, uh, fighting these oh, monsters yeah. was, uh, Ashiwara's Wrath is also supposed to be another good one. Um, again, it, it was very reminiscent of, um, God of War, even with the graphics and you are again, this sort of, um, warrior who's got to take on these monsters of epic proportions. And I will always be loyal to Silent Hill. So if there's a new game that's coming out, because it was really my, my first, uh, real analysis that, that a friend and I did was on the Silent Hill and Resident Evil series, so Silent Hill will always get my love. I think there's uh, a new Resident Evil coming out, too. Yeah, there is, and, yeah, and there I is. looked I looked at that one a little bit because they said that the gameplay was getting stale for a lot of the RE games and that they were trying to kind of mix it up a little bit instead of giving you the same, you know, after like eight games of just the same thing over and over. Um, Silent Hill, you are uh, a prisoner and you're being transferred and it's, you're on the prison bus and it's raining, obviously, and it's going to crash. And, of course, you are stranded in the town of Silent Hill. Now, the claim is this is not related to the previous um, uh, games in the series um, other than it's the same setting. Um, and so I thought that was interesting and I, and I will probably check it out. It looked frightening, as always, with the weird warped world. I, I don't know too many games that take that really take psychological horror to the, the heights that Silent Hill tries. Um, Dragon's Dogma, I, I don't, I, I saw just a brief trailer on that. Um, it reminded me a lot of Skyrim. And, and let me, let me also just back up a little bit because one of the games was actually being authored by, oh, Kingdoms of Amular, The Reckoning, with the one that's like God of War. Um, they were saying, this is by the author R.A. Salvatore. And, um, Spawn creator. This this particular game, I guess, is getting uh, authors on board for game the story and uh, directors on board for, I guess, the cinematics. So I thought that was an interesting game uh, for what it was doing and bringing in talents from other uh, other fields. You know, that's really cool. Um, Lollipop Chainsaw. Have you guys seen? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Okay, so I put mixed feelings, although it's, I'm negative. To the most, um, I watched mixed that feeling trailer. in the sense that you want to play it because it's going to give us lots to talk about. <laughs> yes, I think that's what it was. Like I thought, oh boy! So I watched the trailer for this thing, and you are—it's just a Buffy ripoff, in my opinion. She's a cheerleader. Of course, she dresses as no high school cheerleader is ever allowed. She has the little half shirt that you can just almost see 
her breasts, but not, you know, so it's always this tease. Um, she straddles things Excuse just properly. Excuse me, but I dress like that all the time. So. Oh, well, sorry, Alex Lee and I. I find that I offensive. I speaking for myself, yes. Excuse <laughs> me. Um, so, wait, are you guys still there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. And so, uh, anyway, and, and she straddles, and you can see up her little skirt. And But she battles these various zombies that are in, infiltrating her high school or probably the rest of the city with chainsaw and it's very graphic so it's just really campy it's really trying to be super campy yeah. and um uh, she you know they oh, they introduce her when she's sucking on a lollipop that's very reminiscent of oral sex of course but they are playing that to the hill i suppose it's almost as if duke nukem meets buffy the vampire slayer <laughs> in this weird way um anyway i i the game people that I saw the reviews said they could either be really awesome if they camp it just right, but it could just be horrible if you know. But it's horrible nonetheless in the representation of the female, but it's a very conscious representation of the female. So, yeah. And then the last one that I was absolutely the I fell in love with video games back with the PS2 and the game Ico, loved it. Wonderful sound effects, the ambient you know experience of it. It was just beautiful, beautiful game. And then, of course, Shadow of the Colossus is one of my all-time favorite games. I love the game, how you attack the monsters, you know, you climb the monsters, you have places to stab them. The graphics are beautiful. So the the trailer for The Last Guardian, I was already suckered in because I was hearing this, this kind of familiar bird chirps and the howling of the wind. And you are this boy in the trailer uh, being chased, and you are chased off the end of this uh, broken road, and you go, ah, and you, you catch on just barely. And what's chasing you ends up being some sort of beast, uh, dragon, feathered dragon, uh, baby type of uh, creature. And it comes up and, and, and rescues, you, rescues you. So you see that it's probably going to be this bonding of the boy and the dragon. And knowing those game developers, I have a feeling. I was watching I thought, oh, you know, lump in this throat. They're going to try to do something that's poignant, I would think. So I don't know. But it looked gorgeous and everything. And then my last observation that I would say about the games that I saw previewed for 2012, as we were mentioning earlier, Alex, I think I think uh, zombies are starting to go on the wane, and demons are becoming the new trend. And I and I think that's interesting, and I'd, I'd be curious to see how that affects the rest of our entertainment, since sometimes it starts with games and then moves outward. So that's my thought. Interesting about things. Yes. Blah blah blah. <laughs> well, yeah, to, to throw out there, because um, and. Um, the blah, blah 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 blah. You were talking about Resident Evil, yeah. The yeah yeah. The new Resident Evil, Resident Evil Six has been um, was seized, of course, uh, this month. The 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 viral site uh, No Hope Left went up, um, and it was posting pictures um, from all over the world, from like South Africa and Brazil and Japan and China and like all over. Um, with just graffiti marked on walls that said no hope left, no hope left. And then on the site, there was also like this video um, of, it was kind of very Blair Witch-esque with the girl crying and um, it was uh, subtitled to talk about how there was no hope left and uh, these horrible things were happening and blah, blah, blah. And then of course, um, the site one day gave a, gave an update and that's when we found out that yes, of course, there is going to be New Resident Evil, Resident Evil Six, um, which will be interesting because Resident Evil Four, um, which of course had its usual uh, racialized 
yeah. issues. Um, it's also had some very interesting kind of uh, class-based issues going on in, in Resident Evil 4 as well. Um, maybe I'll talk more about that one day. Um, was was actually was actually fairly good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Resident Evil 5, of course, as we know, the one that the Biohazard game because uh, gets uh, Resident Evil gets called Biohazard in Japan, um, that took place on the African continent was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, with Sheva Alamar, um, so I think they're looking at looking at they're looking for Resident Evil Six to be its redemption, the redemption of the series. So it'll be really interesting to see what what happens with Resident Evil Six, and I'm really looking forward to that one. I know that that's one of one of the ones that I'm really looking for. Um, they for uh, they switched they switched uh, developers for that too. Like yeah. it used to be these two dudes and. Um, now it's uh, him and him and uh, Helena Harper. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that should be interesting too, putting in a fresh perspective. Right. They're trying to they're trying to save this series. It'll be interesting to see how well it goes. <laughs> well, Capcom's in some trouble, so I hope I hope they I hope they get it. Yeah. <laughs> Were you done, uh, Sarah? Before I keep oh going? yeah no no I'm done yeah okay so Resident Evil. Um, of course, also has Rev- Resident Evil Revelations with chick with the with the huge boobs and the huge <laughs> boobs who uh, is 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 running around trying to fight zombies. Um, mm-hmm. That even mainstream uh, gamers were upset with. Right. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to that one coming out, um, and that's definitely going to be a rental for me. I'd get it through GameFly and check it out oh, yeah. um, simply because it's it's fuel for it's fuel. For, is it fuel for uh I won't say fuel for fodder. It's fodder for, for a fire, shall we say, or fuel for a fire. Um, but I want to check it out um uh, because I'm a glad for punishment. Um <laughs> also things that I'm really looking forward to, like Alex said, I'm really looking forward to the new Tomb Raider, which is mm-hmm. the um, you know, here's how Lara Croft got started. So we we're playing with the uh, with the adolescent Laura Croft. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really looking to see how well they do this, and I'm really w- looking forward to seeing how well they tell her story. I'm interested in a narrative um, with this Tomb Raider, probably more than anything else, because after 15 years of playing Lara Croft, for me at least, um, I want to see where it's going. I really want to see where it's going. Um other things I'm really looking forward to, Torchlight 2. Um, you know, that's that's a gimme for me, right? Oh, yeah, you love it's Torchlight. A, I love Torchlight. It's a it's a straight RPG, something definitely to get to get to get pulled into. Um, not too terribly narratively deep if it's anything like Torchlight, but definitely something for me to spend a whole lot of time on. Um other things I'm looking forward to um, to make up for Amy. I'm looking forward to The Last of Us. We talked about that one before. That was the new survival horror game that has the um, the young-ish girl. She appears to be young-ish, probably late teens or so, um, who is with some kind of hunky uh, younger man. Um, who and they're going out and they're fighting zombies because they are the last of us. Um, 
And I'm really looking forward to that one. And I'm hoping this is as good as I think it's going to be. Because like I said, I've been looking for a good zombie game. And Left 4 uh, not Left 4 Dead, but Left 4 Dead didn't give it to me either. But definitely Dead Island did not give it to me. I was looking for something that had more narrative, um, which is why when... You know, we really got screwed by the uh, Dead Island uh, advertisements, that early stuff yeah. that gave us the gave us the impression that there was going to be a, there was going to be like super narrative built in, and it was going to draw you in. It was going to tug at the heartstrings. It was going to do all these wonderful things, and then it, we got none of that. Um, so I'm hoping that we'll get more of this with The Last of Us. Um, we'll see how that works out for me in the end. Um, and I've talked about. Uh, its predecessors so many times in so many different ways, but Mass Effect 3, I am really looking forward to. I like the Mass Effect universe a lot. Um, the game controls have only been getting better um, from the first one definitely to the second one. The first one made me want to cut myself and do horrible things. Um, oh, That's spicy. <laughs> <laughs> the second was a whole lot better and they're bringing in this is going to be interesting and they're bringing in support with the third one um so you can yell at your tv and get your companions your uh crew to do different things um when you're uh when you're when you're fighting um which i probably actually won't get to use much because i usually game um when p's asleep uh. <laughs> um and we have a game room in our house, but our game room is in the center of the of the upstairs and the bedrooms surround the game room. So it's not very conducive to scream, cover me um, <laughs> when, when your three-year-old is asleep uh, 20 feet away. Um, uh, probably more than that, but you know, close enough. Um, so we'll see how that works. There'll probably have to be uh, times I'll play with the Connect probably more when she's not around than anything else. Um, because I'm pretty sure that the connect won't recognize a lot of my curse words, but she might. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how that works out. <laughs> we'll might. see how that works out. Um, and then there's a bunch of, because uh, I'm trying to get my money's worth out of this damn thing. There's a bunch of 3DS games I'm really looking forward to. Um, the first is Kid Icarus. And I don't know if anybody played that, that in, a, in the earlier, when it first I came didn't. out, like way, way back in the day. I, I um, remember it um, really I, clearly, but I don't I think, think I played it. I think it was a SNES it. game. Yeah. I think it was a SNES game. Um, and it was really fun back then, but it's coming out on the 3DS where you can fly and shoot um, all your, uh, with the, um, was your stylus and just by tilt, by tilting your, uh, your 3DS. I'm looking forward to that just to check it out. Um, I don't know if that's going to be so much a buy first day or pre-order for me as it may be a, um, as it may be a rental, but I'm really looking forward to it because I, I enjoyed Kid Icarus in, uh, as a kid. Um, two other, uh, 3DS games that I'm really looking forward to that are going to be pre-orders or standing lines for, for me are going to be, okay. Animal Crossing, I loved Animal Crossing. I was surprised to see that on your list. I didn't when know you were I, a big Animal Crossing oh fan. God. Only on the on only on the DS. I played Animal Crossing every night <laughs> until I fell asleep and dropped my DS. <laughs> that was that was my that was that my so my regular bedtime routine. <laughs> 
get in bed, pull out the DS, and play Animal Crossing. And then Lisa said, she says, I always knew when you went to sleep because I would hear thunk as the <laughs> DS hit the floor. Um, and I played every night for months. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it on the D on the 3DS. I actually bought uh, Crossing, what is it, City Folk for the Wii. I played that game once. It was so horrible. Um, and I hated it. I pulled it out a couple of months ago and we played it a couple of times. Um, and I pulled it out for P because she wanted to play it. Um, she saw it and she saw the, she saw the girl with the pink hair and she's like, I want to play the pink hair girl. <laughs> um, so it did get, it did get another hour or so of play after that. But yeah, I, I should have, if I had had two ounces of sense, I would have immediately sold that back. Um, before anybody had a chance to figure out how horrible it was. Um, Except I don't sell my games because I really hate the idea of, you know, big box game store paying me 50 cents for the game and then selling mm-hmm. it back for 38 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and last but definitely not least is Paper Mario. Um, I Like I said, and I've said this a million times, I was not a huge Nintendo fan as a kid. Uh, I played I played Nintendo games, uh, but I, I was, I'm sorry, let me be more specific. I was not a huge Mario fan. Mario's and Zelda's did not draw me in. I played Mario platformers as a kid, but, you know, it was not like that was what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got my Wii and they started to re-release Paper Mario... Um, and the Mario RPG games, and then they released Super Paper Mario. Um, I snapped those, those games up, and I loved them like crazy. Um, but Paper Mario for the 3DS is coming out, and I loved that game on the Wii. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it on the 3DS. That's going to be a pre-order for me. Hopefully they'll give, maybe they'll give away a little Mario plushie or something. Um, that would be very nice. I, cause P has a Mario plushie, but she won't let me hold it. Um, oh, she won't share. <laughs> so those are the games that I'm really looking forward to. This Paper time. Mario always had such good reviews too. It's an awesome game. Yeah. It's an awesome game. And if you, you have a Wii, so yeah. like you should definitely check out Super Paper Mario. Um and even download like the the Paper Marios and the Mario RPGs. They're in um they're in the Wii download store. Okay. I'm definitely gonna check that out then. Hmm. Hmm. Well there. Oh, there we hmm. go. Wow. <laughs> should we do some deals for broke ass gamers? Let's do deals for broke ass gamers. Uh Steam. Has 60% off Spaz, also known as Space Pirates and Zombies. So that makes it $3.99. And I've, I've heard pretty good things about that game. It's only for PC. Mm-hmm. Um, and my PC is only able to play the very lowest of the low um, requirement games. So I can't play that, but it looks cool. Uh, 50% off Smash Cars, which I don't know much about, but it's 5 bucks, So can't go wrong. Uh, Good Old Games has 50% off strategy, all strategy first games. That's like 19 games that they have half off, and they're cheap anyway, so yeah. um, so that would be fun. And then I thought we could, since I couldn't really find many more good deals, I thought I could throw out um, some good XBLA demos, because those are free. So that's mm-hmm. sort of a deal for cheap-ass gamers or broke-ass gamers. It gives you, gives you like 45 minutes or an hour of gaming for free. Right, exactly. Um, so Darkness 2... Uh, which I already talked about, and then Kingdom of Am- Amalur, 
The Reckoning um, is another one that we have talked about on the show that looks awesome. And then the new Final Fantasy, which I, I know you like the Final Fantasy. I'm not a I'm not a big big follower of that, but uh, but they do have the new Final Fantasy um, uh, demo. So and I downloaded a few more, so I'll uh, talk about them next week if they're any good. Yeah, I've I've downloaded those as well. I mean, yeah, I am a Final Fantasy fan. I used to be a Final Fantasy addict. You yeah. understand? Um, but you know, some of the the late some of the latest ones the last couple of years have been so incredibly bad. Mm, um, yeah. That's what it, they said. Yeah. And uh, but I was like a huge addict. I mean, I caused my first repetitive stress injury, and I said first repetitive stress injury with Final Fantasy VII. Um, and I've gone and, and I even went back and played, um, you know, the Final Fantasy 3s, the early Final Fantasy um, games on DS when they were re-released for DS. Um, yeah, I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan. It's good Final Fantasy. I am not one of the ones that's willing to sit through. Well, you just got to make it through the first 15 hours and then it gets good. <laughs> and then it gets good. No, I don't have that much time. That's right. I, you know, I, okay, I do have that much time to put into a game, but trust me, if I'm putting 15 hours in, it damn well better be good after the first 15 minutes. Uh-huh. I'm, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's, uh, yeah, just put 15 hours into Terraria and then you'll love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> that or I'll cut myself. All right. <laughs> that being said, I guess that's it for, uh, yeah. for our deals for broke ass gamers and our content for the week. But we have our usuals. Um, we are really looking forward to hearing questions, comments, or suggestions from you. So feel free to email us at nymgamer at gmail.com. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at at nymg uh, at mymgamer. Yep. Um, we are like us on Facebook. Uh, just yes. look for our group page, Not Your Mama's Gamer. Buy our t-shirt. Yeah, buy our t-shirts. You can buy our t-shirt. Jerks. Yes, definitely. Buy our t-shirt. <laughs> um, <laughs> the love. <laughs> we've, we've sold t-shirts. Buy our t-shirts. Yeah, um, yeah still, they're awesome. We used to have some of every size left, but I think, um, and this this might come back to bite us in the because Alex Lane and I made this decision about mediums. I think we got one medium left. Um, <laughs> I'm like, no, where's a medium? Give us like We're two like, XLs. Hey, and I joined you guys with that. I said, oh, large, get large. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there are folks out there who actually listen with their daughters, and uh, and they need mediums. So uh, snap up that last medium, folks. Make us order more. Um so you can uh, check out the website on how to order T-shirts. Uh, t-shirts are 15 bucks. If you live local, we can arrange for them to be delivered. If not, just send us 3 bucks for shipping and handling, and I will rush right out to the, to the postal store and deliver, uh, get them delivered to you nice and uh, quickly. Um, it, was, it was quick. My order came quickly. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Lane's came in faster than that because why? <laughs> she's local. That's right. <laughs> Um, so we can definitely get all those things uh, out to you Um, let's see what else oh of course visit our website uh, nymgamer.com where uh, in between our uh, entertaining and informational podcasts uh, (laughs) you can catch us posting several times a week about what we're thinking what we're playing um, and how we're thinking about the things. There's also a very interesting interview coming up that will be on there. Mm. So so look out for that. 
We have a, a very interesting interview that is coming up soon that will be posted uh, to the website, and uh, there will be a special edition podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. That's for that with our with our awesome and smart Alex Lane. Alex Lane, yeah, take that. Woo. Or the <laughs> interviews conducted by her. We're not interviewing her. You know everything you need to know about her. Oh God, yes. <laughs> She's a walking enigma. Are you kidding? <laughs> Shrouded in mystery. That's right. Um, and you can always, as always, in addition to contacting us as a whole entity, you can uh, look for us um, on various and sundry uh, platforms. I know, for example, that on Xbox Live, Arcade, uh, Xbox Live, um, PlayStation Network, Steam, and everything else. I know. Raptor and everything else. I am Sophista. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really want to friend me on we, uh, I don't know if I put my 3DS number up there. Just check out the about page on our website, and you'll find those numbers for me. And Alex, what about you? How do we how do we play with you? Uh, well, <laughs> that was an interesting phrasal, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm trying to see. I had old names, so I'm trying to get my new name to sort of be the name on all of my things. So my name on uh, Xbox is Gamer Lane. Uh, and that's slowly starting to take over my other things. But for Steam, I'm Lane at Purdue. And uh, uh, I think, I don't remember what I am on PS3. I'll have to look that up. But it's on the website. There we go. What about you, Sarah? I think that I am Bronte Monroe in almost all uh, places. It's it's B-R-O-N-T-E-M-U-N-R-O. Um, I'm pretty sure because I had I did I make a friend on Steam and I think that was how I was located. I'm not sure. I'll have to go back and double check. But mm-hmm. but aren't you journeying? Old yeah, school? yeah. You're not Bronte be. Monroe. I think on, I'm not on Xbox. On Xbox because I sent you okay. a friend request and it all right. Then through. it then it's journeying O three. Yeah, is what is what you'll get at, at Yahoo.com. But yeah, it's either one. It's either journeying or Bronte Monroe. It, it just about anywhere. But, and I like I like friends. And you like friends. And I like so, to play with friends. <laughs> so go ahead and, and check out the about page for, for more specifics and for accurate uh, for accurate usernames. Yeah. Um, and we'll make Sarah check hers and recheck hers and <laughs> make sure we have them posted properly. I'm Sarah uh, White on Words with Friends. Oh, God. She's going to kill you. She's stab her, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so until next week, folks, when our topic of the week will be yes we'll have another time capsule we're going to talk about gaslighting in games you don't know what gaslighting is google it um and mm-hmm. we'll wait until and wait until next time and we'll tell you all about it um and talk about gaslighting in games that is very exciting that's gonna it's be a great very episode. exciting it's gonna be that is an episode not to be missed it's gonna be intense yes yes just saying so until next time people stay warm stay dry and as always Game on. Game on.